entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Good morning, good Friday morning. I love Fridays. And I am so happy to be here once again. I'm Sherry Marcucci, the Marketing and Public Relations Officer for our glorious Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut, and presenting and hosting for you your Palace Your Place, a place where you can find out not only things going on at our Palace Theater, but also what's going on in the world of entertainment and arts and culture and um, lifestyle and food. We try to cover it all and be your place to come for all kinds of information that enhance quality of life because that's what the arts do. That's what the palace does, certainly. Um, we enhance the quality of life for everyone who steps over our threshold every time they do. So I have so many things to talk about in so little time. So I, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to cover it all, but I want to first of all say what a crazy, busy, wonderful week it's been locally for so many organizations. Um, I want to um, do a shout out to Seven Angels Theater for hosting once again their Halo Awards that honors um, high school um, students, schools that present theater. And what a wonderful event over a two-night period. About 3,500 kids came and were recognized for the work they do in theater, um, both musical theater and straight plays. It was fabulous, and I was so honored to be asked to be a presenter this year. I felt like I was, I don't know, Meryl Streep at the Tony Awards. But it was great fun. So hats off to Samina, Melissa Stemmer, did a fabulous job, and all who helped to make that come come to fruition. I also want to say our own palace. We had a phenomenal event last night, our wine dinner, that uh, is just an extraordinary, exquisite seven-course uh, meal by um, celebrated Connecticut chefs. I'm not going to name them all because I'll forget someone. With wine pairings, the sommeliers, I know. Uh, Nelson uh, Viego was on board last night. The committee, headed by Carolyn Cicchetti, uh, Frank Tavera, Natalie Lawler, Peter Jacoby, James Murphy, uh, Mary Rosengrant, Chapelone. What a phenomenal, Sandy Senich, Peter Jacoby, I think I said. What a phenomenal job they do every year. This is, I think, the, I don't know, eighth or ninth year. This event, it raises close to $70,000, if not a little bit more, for our nonprofit organization. So hats off to you and Power Station. You made the facility, which already is grand-looking, look spectacular with all kinds of special effects. And I also want to say the Manitech Museum is having their spring fling this evening, and it's not too late. I think you can still get some tickets by calling the museum. And again, um, I call them uh, their committee, the Grand Dames of Waterbury, the so- Waterbury Social Scene, uh, led by Lynette Lesky, Piambo, Lori Green, uh, Mary Rosengrant, Chip Malone again, Sharon Zillahi, Cindy Zoldi. Uh, I'm probably forgetting someone. These are the people, these names I've mentioned, they make things happen in Waterbury for all of us. So hats off to you all for that. Um, you know, we're lucky to live here. And I'm, I'm, I'm talking 
to you, our audience, but also to Ron Puglis, our first guest. And I think I'm just going to go right in and, and say welcome to Ron Puglis, the CEO and president of the Naugatuck Economic Development Corporation. Sherry, good morning. I'm good so morning. happy to be here. I'm, I'm so happy that you asked me to come in and my final two weeks as chair of the Palace Board. So I'm, well, I'm you know, very Ron, happy to be and, here. And I have to say, you know, everybody brings something to the table. What I love about you being our chairperson over these past four years of our board at the Palace is you are the epitome of the goodwill ambassador, the chairman, um, the cheerleader, I should say. Somebody who, but not because you're playing a role, because you passionately believe. Oh, I absolutely believe in the Palace Theater. I believe in this area, too. As I, I mean, I'm an economic development guy, so it would be pretty difficult for me not to believe in this area. Uh, but I certainly love the Palace Theater. Um, I've said this so many times. Every single time I walk in that theater and see how beautiful it is, and I'm one of those people that remember it in the old days. <laughs> I saw Easy Rider there back in uh, uh, 1968, I think, yeah. and I saw one of the greatest movies ever that Frank Sinatra was in was Von Ryan's Express. Those were my two favorite movies that I saw at the Palace Theater, and now it is. it looks so different. It looks so beautiful. I was there the night Tony Bennett was there to reopen it, and every time I walk in, I say the same thing. It is just so extraordinarily beautiful. It's a thrill. It really is. And, you know, it's, uh, I, you know, when someone new comes in, we, we can always recognize them because Absolutely. their jaw drops mm-hmm. and they start to look up at the beautiful ceilings and the chandeliers. And, you know, it's just, uh, it is extraordinary. It really is extraordinary. And, um, I've been so honored to, um, be on the board for the last, I don't know, maybe eight years and chair for the last four years. I'll remain on the board after Dr. Jacoby, who you just mentioned, uh, will, uh, he's now our first vice chair. He'll become the chair, uh, at our annual meeting in, I believe, two weeks. Yes. And, yes. um, no, he, he, Peter Jacoby. Yes. Are you kidding me? I yep. mean, uh, you can't find a better guy. So, Absolutely. Um, I'm certainly uh, handing over the proverbial reins to a very, very good person. Uh, we have a great board. Um, we have a great executive director. And, yes, we do. Uh, and Frank Tavera, who I think the world of, um, personally, I think the world, he's a very close friend, yep. but he does an extraordinary job. And we have uh, just a tremendous staff including you, Sherry, um, you. that we just do great work there. Um, but we need to do better. We, need, we yeah, always absolutely. need to we do can better. We always do more. Uh, and, there's some um, things that, uh, that uh, one of the things I would like to do, as I, and as I said, I'll, uh, I'll become the um, uh, immediate past chair, so I remain on the board. I remain on the executive committee. I just don't get to tell Peter Albini to be quiet at meetings, <laughs> which happens every day, including yesterday, who I love dearly. Uh, we grew up together. He's just one of the best people in the world. And he is, is a huge proponent of the Palace Theater. Yes, he huge is. Huge proponent, uh, pro- proponent of Broadway-type shows yes. And, yes. Um, and, a, and a great asset to our board. So, Well, I think that's one of the nice things about our board because we have
have people who um, are certainly business people all around the table, but some share a passion for the arts. Some may not be an arts aficionado, but they bring an expertise Absolutely. to um, our board. So I think, and and certainly the commitment, Not and I should say this, not only on a personal level, but on a financial level, um, you know, we are very, very fortunate to have the people sitting around our board table that we do. And we, as you know, because you were there, we had a board meeting yesterday uh-huh. morning. Uh, we had executive committee at 7 a.m. And, <laughs> and the board meeting at 7.30. Yes. And I say this because we had such great conversation yesterday. I thought yesterday was an, a very, very good meeting. Yes, it was. But I always try, and I don't want to cut people off, but I always, I'm, uh, and I always say the same thing, I'm respectful of people's time. Mm-hmm. And these people that are there, uh, whether they're a banker, whether they're a manufacturing mm-hmm. executive, or mm-hmm. whether they're, um, you know, Lawyer, whatever. Doctors. We have lawyers. We have doctors. Indian we have, chiefs. No, I don't know if we have any Indian chiefs. <laughs> no. So we yeah. probably should. Uh, but um, you know, I'm always you know, just very uh, concerned about getting people back out to right. what they what really they should be doing. Sure, and, absolutely, and, and that, that's a point well made. But the, pro- the the problem, in a sense, to keep the meetings on an hour um, is that people have such great ideas. And, yes. Yeah. You know, you talk about yeah. Brandon Dufour, who's a yes. much younger person than mm-hmm. than me, uh, which he <laughs> likes to point out, by the way. <laughs> but he is so enthusiastic oh, about the absolutely. Uh, digital marketing great ideas. and great yep. ideas about things like that. So uh, we, we, yeah. we have a great group. And, we um, do. We do. And I'm... Cons- not concerned. I'm, I'm actually very uh, enthusiastic about the future so, yeah. of the well, Palace Let's Theater. talk about sure. that because um, you know you brought a vision, and do you feel like the things you wanted to accomplish have been accomplished? We have like two minutes left. In I'll our do. Segment. I'll talk very fast. Uh, but uh, yeah. a couple of things that that I'm very proud of uh, that happened during my tenure. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that I did it, but we had our tenth anniversary. Yes, and the tenth anniversary was unbelievable. The very first thing. I did as chairman was, and I think a brilliant move, was to appoint <laughs> Sandy Senich as the chair of the 10th anniversary. Now, I uh, took the chairmanship from Sandy, and Sandy will be leaving our board. And, and you know, I, I think Sandy's been on, involved at the Palace Since uh, all during inception. the renovation. Yes, yes absolutely. As Frank before we opened. So I was very proud of that. Yeah. And I'm very happy that we continue that celebration for. 10.1, 10.2, and we just had 10.3 just a f- couple of le- two weeks yep. ago, I think. Yep. And it's just a great night, a great night. One of the things I'd like to work on on the rest of my time on the board, we need to get more people in our seats. Now, mm-hmm. the Waterbury area people, if you live in Waterbury, you live in Wolcott, you live in this area, you grew up in Waterbury, you are... 1,000% supportive of the Palace Theater. My concern has always been sort of the western suburbs, I, and, and I'm, I don't want to pick on Southbury or, or Roxbury, but if you grew up in Waterbury and now you live in Roxbury mm-hmm. or Southbury, mm-hmm. well, you're very comfortable to come to the Palace Theater because you know the city. Um, it, it's people that have, have gone into those areas from Danbury or from New York mm-hmm. that seem to be somewhat reluctant uh, to come in. And uh, they can concerned about parking. We have great parking. We the certainly thing, do. The, the thing I want to, the message I want to make sure people understand from that area or any other area that seems somewhat reluctant to come downtown, is it is the safest, and I emphasize the absolute safest city 
in the state of Connecticut. And mm-hmm. I'm not downgrading any of the other great cities in the in the in the state. I'm only talking about Waterbury. It is a very very safe city, and I want to give a shout out uh, to our police department, yes. who do just an unbelievable job. They're there to protect everybody. Their main concern, obviously, is traffic, getting people across the street, uh, across East Main Street safely, which and they they're do. they're wonderful and so friendly. Oh, my God. They're and, unbelievable. Uh, and just, and, I saw one, you know, escort a, a woman, you know, personally across the street who I've was seen it too. older. Yes, and, they do um, it all the you time. You know, and that's, that's why they're there. It's not that Waterbury isn't no. safe to come downtown. No, it's not that. at all. And that's my message. Yes. I, I want to make sure people understand that the the city is safe the palace is beautiful the shows are great Uh, i you know i I don't think i can emphasize it anymore well just keep doing what you're doing ren because we need more of you not only on our board but outside our board people if you've been to the palace cheer us on tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your relatives to come on down um because it is a wonderful city and i'm using come on down because guess what we have the price is right coming the the tour of price is right i heard that game show isn't that fun yeah ron i I know you need me to go so but no, i want to make one more go. point okay because once you put a microphone in front of me it's very difficult for me to be quiet i understand that but i do want to also say and i've said this to you personally but i want the audience to know that as chair and as a member of the board i think this young woman to my left here sherry marcucci does an absolutely great job not only in her real job in marketing i think this show is spectacular well thank and you and you continue to do it and i every time i see you i'll say well sure i heard you the other day yeah, and i kept saying it says one of these days maybe you'd invite me so i'm so happy that you did <laughs> and well, uh, it's I, such I, a know, pleasure maybe you'll come back i mean we have sure next season we got a whole we have 12 10 months of show so Ron. I'll do anything you ask me to do, but I'm not sure I'd, you want me to sing a song. Other than that, I'll do anything. <laughs> you don't want me to either. And on that note, Ron, I want to thank you again for being here. And we have to take a break, and we'll be back with a segment that I know is one of your favorites, At the Table with Frank, coming up. Stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. And we're here today for another segment. Can you believe it, Frank? Nope. Ate my, way, ate, ate my way through the city so far, but nope. Go ahead. We're here for At the Table with Frank, and Frank being our CEO of the Palace Theater. And bon vivant, that he yeah, is. Yeah, I am. Oh. Thank you, Cher. So, um, so today we're at Diorio's, the fabled Diorio's, because it has a long history Absolutely. in the city. And we're also here with Sarah Izzy, who is the manager of Diorio's, and she's been gracious and put a spread in front of us. So that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. So, Frank, you want to get us started? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, welcome, Sarah, and thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you. You're welcome. No, thank you for coming. Yep, I was just here last week with um, a guest from New, um, from New Britain who said, oh, let's meet for lunch. She goes, I have to go to Diorio's. He goes, um, he goes, I try to go there at least once a month. He goes, it's my favorite place in downtown. Oh. Robert, had a great meal, and looking at the offerings that we have in front of us, it looks like we're gonna have, I'm going to have another good meal, too. So. <laughs> Well, we um, hope so. Yeah. So I, I, I hate to say we started a little bit, Sarah, even before um, um, you got here, but you dropped off the um, burrata, a little crispy prosciutto. Is that arugula as well? Arugula. Fill crispy. us in. Uh, we did heirloom tomatoes, um, crispy prosciutto, 
burrata, which is a soft mozzarella cheese. Oh, Milk in your mouth. <laughs> absolutely. And a little bit of arugula. It's drizzled with a pepper-infused extra virgin olive oil. And then also drizzled with a balsamic reduction, which well. gives it a little bit of sweet. You know, those of you who are listening to our um, moans and groans, and, you know, and I, I moan and groan a lot, but this, I've never had anything as luscious as this. This is so good. And Frank, you told me about the... The prosciutto. The, oh my God, I've never had crispy prosciutto, excuse me, um, on top of the burrata. It's awesome. Uh, I mean, whose idea was it? Is it the chef's or has this... Yes, yep. Um, our team works together in the back to come up with all of our specials and dishes. Um, and just putting flavors together. You know, you have the creamy versus the crispy, sweet. Salty. Mm. Mm. It's awesome. Mm. It yeah. all just jumps in your mouth. Yep. It's certainly jumping around. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. That's a great way to start a this meal. This must be um, a signature appetizer here. We've been running it as a special right now. Okay. Um, because of the tomatoes. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, they're in season right now. They're they're just fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. As well as... as you can never go wrong with burrata. Yeah, no, you don't make that on site, do you? No, 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 we don't make the burrata. But um, but I in a, in a, one of your other classic um appetizers, which I get seriously every time, is a fried calamari. I mean, you must sell a ton of that. Well, the thing with the fried calamari too is we serve it different ways. Um, there's there's three options that we provide, and you could get it sautéed with just like a fra diablo sauce. Yep. Mm. You know the standard traditional fried with the cherry peppers and the the fra diablo on the side, which is quite everywhere. That's me. Mm-hmm. But yes. <laughs> and then yep. we are on the menu. We offer it. It's tossed with like a Thai chili sauce, a little bit oh. of sweet and spicy, mm. and then tossed also with some mixed greens. Oh, fried different. or sautéed? Fried. Oh, mm. I'll try that next time. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. sounds good. Have to straighten you know, my it, Italian roots for a exactly. second. Exactly. So. I, yeah. I try to talk a few guests into it, and once they have it, they end up coming back again to have it yeah. again. I'm sure you've had customers come in and say, you know, I like X, Y, Z, and before you know it, a dish has been created for them, and then you offer it. As long as we have the ingredients in the house, we will make pretty much anything. Mm. You know, all the traditional standards of Italian food, um, your franchise and such. You have so some, it may not be on the menu, but you can have it. And you have some classics that people come to. I'm sure every you know every time they come, it's like, oh, this is always going to have to eat. Actually, one is what you're going to try next. Oh, okay. um, And for all the palace events that we do with you, we always bring this dish because it's a favorite, and that's the Jamelian yeah. sausage. And I already jumped ahead, and, and it's yeah. delicious, <laughs> by the way. And, and you were I'm, talking, I'm, I was eating. I'm breaking my, my fast here. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's so it's a, it's a Jamelli pasta. Mm-hmm. It's tossed with a bit of sun-dried tomatoes, mm. um, Italian spicy sausage, Love the sausage, and a mascarpone cream sauce. Mm. Uh, uh. That's what the difference is. The mm. mascarpone. Mm-hmm. Now, wow. looking looking at the menu and, and seeing those ingredients, someone might not be apt to try it. Right. But once they do... Oh, it's delicious. It is delicious. And, and, and by the way, I mean, these are top, top shelf ingredients. Mascarpone cheese... Mm-hmm is a top shelf cheese. The burrata is a top shelf. I mean, so this is the kind of restaurant where you're getting top shelf. Absolutely. White tablecloth serves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. the type of experience that people expect. And you mentioned the palace. I'm sure, and I know for a fact that on show nights, 
you know, getting a seat is a yes. is a challenge for customers, yes. which is yes. good news for us, for both of us. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and we we you know try to do the right thing as far as getting people in for their dinner and out to the palace show on time. Do you offer um, prefix meals on show nights? Or no, we have dinner? our specials um, and then go off the menu. But our kitchen is aware that you know they're coming, they want a nice dinner, but as well as they're in a time crunch yeah. to make it to that show on right. time. And that's important. So. That's important for people to know that you offer that level of service. We we generally ask when people call to make a reservation on a show night whether or not they are going right. to the show. Right. And therefore, it also gives them an idea if they aren't going yeah. to the show. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. The next time. There you I like go. Yeah, that exactly. the advertising, Sarah. Thank <laughs> you. Exactly. But that speaks to our partnership with our entrees and encores members. That it's a you know helping one another. Absolutely. And we all want to see the city full. Absolutely. And that's the goal. Absolutely. And one of the biggest compliments we get in our box office and um, anytime people walk through is, and the question is, where can I go to eat? What's in walking distance? I only want to park once and the Oreos is you know, the easy answer to sit down right downtown. You can park in the parking garage. It's not that far. Right. Streets are safe. You can get there. Uh, and as long as it's not a cold, wintry night, come mm-hmm. back and you can even have a drink after because you're open after the show for a period of time. Kitchen stays open for a while? or um, Generally, we close down about the time that the show is, is ending. Mm-hmm. So I do tell people um, when they call, I recommend come first, eat dinner first, yep. then go relax and watch, watch the show. Yep. And chances are we will be open for a cocktail after good, that. Good, good, good. That's fantastic. So, so what do we have next? I already, like okay. you did before, I jumped ahead. But. Next, um, we have our scallops risotto, which is another signature dish on our menu. Um, one of those that when I am doing the menus or we are doing menu changes, I cannot take off. No. Uh, I would okay. be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's um, pan-seared scallops. Um, and they're done over a bed of risotto. We do seasonally change the risotto, um, you know, to keep the ingredients fresh and the color going and, mm-hmm. and keep the menu fresh. This today is over fresh leeks, tomatoes, and corn with Parmesan cheese. And then it is drizzled with a citrus confit, which again gives it a little bit of that sweet yet savory. Yeah. It's that melt in your mouth, so, delicious! Oh, oh my god. god, yeah. You know what I love? I love, I love to have food that surprises me. Yep. That I'm not expecting it to have a certain, you know, what you think it is, and then it does something fabulous in your mouth. And and this is delicious. Now, how often? I mean, you mentioned the changing out of the risotto. It's seasonal, I'm sure, but this will stay on the menu for a month, a couple months, or the scallops risotto will remain on our menu for ever. Ever. <laughs> um, the seasonal risotto changes. I'd say every three weeks, mm-hmm. month or so, we just um, you know switch it up a little. Right. But I also tell our customers as well: if there's anything that you would like in your risotto, and we have the ingredients, we will make it. Okay. So you know, sometimes we'll do risotto with dried cranberries and mushrooms, um, asparagus, and just a different variety of colors and flavors. Well, this is so, this I love because you expect risotto to have that creamy and parmesan-y taste, and And this is such a delight. so many times, well, now I I don't get it very often when I go out because it's so good here, (laughs) um, Mm. that you don't get that creaminess. A lot of times you get that gritty, chewy flavor. Mm. This just... Mm. Mm. It's, it's very really spring, and it's spring tasting right now. I mean, it's very light, it's light, light, and it's fresh. Yep. Yeah, and it looks, and, it. and not only does it taste good, it looks great on the yeah, plate. It too. does. It does. For the two seconds, it was on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Yeah. And what else do we yeah. have now? We, Followed by that, we have um, one of our signature dishes, which is a veal diorio. Mm. Um, it is floured veal medallions. Then it's done with a thin slice of prosciutto, mm. some sage, um, fresh mozzarella, and a demi glace. And a little spinach on the side, is that it? Yep, mm. yep. garlic mm. spinach. Oh. See, this is the eating healthy portion of the, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, gar- the garlic spinach. Oh my goodness. I think it's, it's, I feel like I'm being redundant and I am, but one, one item is better than the next. Mm. You, mm. you can't go wrong. You can't I go agree. Wrong. I agree. Mm. Um, and, and you know, our chefs in the back take great pride in our dishes as well. So it and is. It's it's look and taste. Now, do you are you involved with the changing out of the menu? I mean, I, are you actively involved yep. with the conversation? Or? Teamwork all the way around, um, from from front to back. It's you know opinions of our customers, opinions of our staff, and opinions of our kitchen. That's great. You know, we yeah. put, we all pull it together, and then I type the menus. Um, and then we play around. So you know? tell us what's what's kind of in the food industry as a whole and the restaurant industry. What's coming down the pike? What's new that you're looking at? Are there any trends? You know, yeah. there's so many trendy restaurants around right now mm-hmm. that, um, you know, you come into so many different flavors and ingredients. And the one thing about Diorio's, I'd have to say that it's it's just traditional. You know, it's it's been here classic. since 1927. Mm-hmm. It's classic. It's has dishes that people can come back and say, oh, yes, they're still on the menu. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, that's times, important. you know, you go to eat and you have this favorite thing and now it's gone. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's one thing that, again, when we do menu changes, we do our changes, some toppings change, but the whole theory just stays the same. But it's classic with a flair. I, mean, I agree. It's yeah. not just your steak and potato. No, by not, at all. not at all. Not at all. And this is just fabulously... On the menu, there is something for everyone. And fabulously presented and prepared. And I think the part, we, what is trendy, which is often fun and exciting to do, it's, it doesn't stay that long. I mean, these meals, I mean, this, I could eat the Jamelli every day, and mm-hmm. I shouldn't, and, but I probably could. Mm-hmm. I mean, that pasta is a classic that you can go out for once a week, as opposed to, hey, that was new, it was fun. I'll only try it once, and maybe once in a while I'll try it. Um, and you see that with a lot of restaurants, but then they come and go. Giorgio's has Correct. been around for what, close to 100 years yes. at this point. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. That's so... You know, in the 13 years, I could still eat yeah. these dishes every day. Yeah. And when you look around here, it's so beautiful. And I love those famed uh, pictures of what I believe are the palace. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah downtown exactly. Waterbury pictures, yeah. which are, are beautiful. Um, brings you back to the old school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our private dining room is... Engulfed in pictures of the palace. How big? Renovation. Of, how big of a groups can you welcome? Because I know, uh, you know, you can. Welcome yes, I have a, a private room that seats twenty-eight. I have another room that I can do up to thirty-six, and um, I have a, also a smaller business room that I can do about sixteen. So we do offer, you know, private private dining. So for those groups coming to the palace, and we have Phantom of the Opera coming mm-hmm. in November for two weeks, and I will tell you, we have group great group interest it would be nice to kind of promote the fact that you can welcome groups of that size, do a little pre-show or even post-show. We have a couple matinees during the week. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Kitchen, so. That's something to plan for. 
Sarah, I, I would love to, I know you have one other item on the menu, is your dessert, your special dessert. You've been waiting so all afternoon. So we're going to take Perfect. a quick break and we'll be right back. We are back for the piece de resistance. You're so French. Oh, so French. <laughs> and, and the piece de resistance is this banafi pie, which, why is it called banafi yeah. pie? What's that mean? I believe that it came back to a to a late term. Um, it, I mean, it wasn't exactly developed here. It's just become our signature. Okay. Um, and we do make it here. They make the caramel here. Everything from start to finish. Um, Oreo cookie crumbs on the bottom. A layer of fresh sliced <laughs> bananas. Okay, all right. You made, you made a believer out of me. <laughs> the layer of caramel. And homemade fresh whipped cream. Oh my god, that is awesome! And just for the record, for those listening, <laughs> I complain that I don't, I can't eat bananas. I guess I can. This is awesome. I mean, isn't it's, it? It's smooth, it's, light, it's tasty. It's, oh my! God. This is better than a lot of things in life. If you get my drift, <laughs> <All right, laughs> or as good yeah. as. <laughs> no, that is. I mean, it's. Do you make it daily? I mean, is it? Yes. Yes. Wow. So, and you must sell a, a ton, ton of ton of them. Ah. Um, we do. It's a. It's our favorite. I have people that come to the front door and literally are just taking a piece of banafi pie home to their significant other. Yeah. Or oh I have people that buy whole ones. We do whole ones oh, to go. Oh, nice mm-hmm. to know. Or in, and they use or them in advance, right? Exactly. Oh, I have to wow. one exactly. more. Do you want to try? <laughs> no, I get my fair share of them. Thank you. And you do offer other desserts. I know there's Correct. always a cart there. Yeah, we have our, our dessert tray. Yep. So that comes to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, after dinner, and, and you get to view and choose. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. this has been extraordinary, I have to say. And this is a fun thing right. that we Absolutely. do at the table with Frank and um, showcasing our partner restaurants. This is just extraordinary. Thank you, Sarah, so You're much. You're welcome. We, You're welcome. Everyone should call, make reservations. Absolutely. Come, come go out We're for dinner. Tuesday through Saturday? Monday through Saturday. Monday through Saturday. Uh, Monday through Friday for lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And Saturday just for dinner. We oh. are closed on Sundays. Okay. All right. That's All right. Well, if you're listening and looking for something special to do this weekend, and you haven't been in a while, do yourself. Give yourself a treat, because this is certainly deserving of a worthy occasion. Absolutely. What's more worthy than yourself, yeah, right? There you go. So there you go. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, thank, thank you. you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having right. And thanks, Sarah. Thanks for inviting me again. <laughs> you're welcome. Bye. Entertaining new possibilities. And we are back. I hope you enjoyed that last segment at the table with Frank. Frank being Frank Tavera, our CEO of the Palace Theater. And I just want to mention that um, part of our show is sponsored by our Entrees and Encores participating restaurants, Diorio being one of them. But also the other participating restaurants are Demilio's, La Tavola, Moho Latino Cuisine, Molte, Nino's, Palace Grill, San Marino, Signatures, Spartan, Vasis, and Verdi. And you can find out about each one of these restaurants by going to either Entrees and 
Encores.com or going right to our Palace Theater website at palacetheaterct.org and click on the dining tab and you'll find out all about our wonderful restaurant partners because we want you to frequent them before you come to a Palace Theater show. So Entrees and Encores Dinner and a Show, check it out. And I also want to mention before I introduce our next guest who's been waiting patiently um, that the Phantom of the Opera tickets have been going like gangbusters. But I don't want you to think you can't still get them because there's still plenty to be had. Um, the engagement is coming November 15th through the 26th. We are so excited about it. And we have two weeks of performances. It's a great opportunity to bring someone who might be visiting you during the Thanksgiving uh, weekend because that's the second week of the run. The show opens the week before Thanksgiving. And this is one you don't want to miss. So there's plenty of tickets still available. We went on sale two weeks ago, and I'm telling you, that first hour, we did numbers like we have not done for an entire season of shows going on sale. So they are popular for sure. I mean, don't wait. Get your tickets today. Get your tickets soon. Um, but do get your tickets. And now I'd like to introduce a woman who's been a guest before. Four, and she is um, a, a theater critic. She's on the Drama Desk League, Outer Critic Circle, American Theater Critics Association member, the League of Professional Theater Women, the Connecticut Chapter co-founder, and that's Lauren Yarger. And we're going to be talking Tony Awards. Good morning, Lauren. Hi, Sherry. How are you? I'm, I'm well. I'm, I'm really well. It's been an exciting couple of weeks here. And you probably, I don't know if you heard at the top of the show, but we had our own little version, sort of, of the Tony Awards uh, uh, locally here at the Palace the other evening when Seven Angels Theater actually presented their Halo Awards. And, uh, yes, I saw that. Yeah, and it was so much fun. I, I got to be a presenter. Um, it, that was a thrill because in my mind, I thought I was, as I said it early in the show, I thought I was, you know, Meryl Streep presenting. <laughs> I was, I was having a fantasy in my own head, really. But, um, but what a thrill! More, more importantly, for the young people that were honored uh, and recognized. Great program, yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. But we're going to talk about the real Tony Awards this morning, which um, are taking place a week from this Sunday on June 11th in New York City, and Lauren. Um, you posted a picture on Facebook that made me so envious and jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start there about that picture with um, the Divine M. Yes, it was uh, the Outer Critics Circle Awards, uh, which were last week. So we're in the award season. Just about every kind of awards you can imagine are taking place and yes. ends with the Tonys on the 11th. But uh, we were excited. I was involved with planning that uh, Outer Critics Circle Award dinner, and um, Bette Midler came. I, it's, it's been kind of hard to get her to, to do a lot of the press Yes. This yes. award season because you know why bother? She's going to win it anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, you heard but, it here first. <laughs> but you know she she has she has appeared at a few things, but she hadn't you know really come and attended you know and, and walked the press line. But she did for the Outer Critics Circle, so we were just thrilled, and she was just delightful and made some comments I can't repeat here on the radio, but it was, <laughs> it was quite fun. <laughs> I can only imagine she's sort of irrepressible. I would imagine. 
very, very engaging. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, well, Lauren, you have um, you get to um, do some really unique things that um, you know us normal folk wouldn't be doing. So, you know, let's talk about the nominations. I did. I printed them out just so I'd have some frame of reference. But, you know, uh, best musical. There's one, two, three, four contenders. Do you feel, um, are you in agreement with those? And let me read them. It's Dear Evan Hansen, Natasha, Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, Groundhog Day the Musical, and Come From Away. What's your take on that? You know, this season, Sherry, has been a really strong season. And it's one of the few years I can say that just about every one of the nominations this year is worthy. You know, you, some some years you have a, a couple that you think, really, you know, <laughs> what what is that doing in there? You know, that sort of. But this year we had some really strong musicals and very strong plays. So everything that's nominated is is definitely worthy of being nominated. This year it, it's going to be a close contest between I think Come From Away and Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Um, for the Tonys. Mm-hmm. Um, the, all four of those musicals are really good musicals. Um, it, it, you know, any one of them that wins is fine. You know, it, it's, just, it's just one of those years, but uh, I think it's really going to be a competition between those two. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see. Now, you know what I was maybe, and I haven't seen it, so, and I'm sorry I didn't see it when I had the chance when it um, was created and debuted here in Connecticut at Hartford Stage, is Anastasia. Yes. That's uh, nominated for two Tonys. Uh, Mary Beth Peel, who plays the Dowager Empress, is nominated for Featured Actress. And Linda Cho, who designed the costumes, is also nominated. They are amazing. I, I had an opportunity, actually, to be backstage at Anastasia, and I got to see the, the blue gown that Anastasia wears at the very end mm. when she makes her appearance as Anastasia. It is exquisite. It's it's just one of the most perfect gowns I've ever seen. If I ever have to go somewhere, I'm having Linda Cho design my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but were you surprised that Anastasia wasn't part of the Best Musical nominees? or You know, it, it really it received a lot of nominations from the Drama Desk and Outer Critics Circle, um, but the Tonys uh, were, were less forthcoming with okay. nominations. I, I, I think that they, they tend to do things on a, on a, a voting basis. I, I believe they can nominate a fifth musical for Best Musical if there are enough votes. And apparently there weren't, so that's why we have the four. Instead okay. Of, otherwise, okay. I think it would have been the fifth if, okay. if it had been possible. Yeah. So, okay. That's, so they try to keep it down to four nominees? I'm not sure exactly how, how that all works, but I, I think it, it was there were some technicalities that kept it from being nominated for the musical. Okay, I understand. All right. I love this inside stuff that we don't get to know about. <laughs> well, even though- as much as I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it still, it gives us a peek into it anyway. Um, now, under the, if and those of you who like plays, as I do, um, there's that co- category as well, best play. Um, have you seen any of the productions, Oslo, Sweat, Indecent, or A Doll's House Part 2? Oh, I've, I've seen them all, yeah. Okay, um, okay. Indecent uh, got its start here as well in Connecticut at Yale Rep. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we're having a good Connecticut year on Broadway uh, <laughs> as, as well. Um, again, all four of these very good plays. 
um, some 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 of them are are, are different. It's, it's going to be difficult uh, to tell. I, I think personally that Oslo will win the Tony, oh. but um, all four of them again, any of these four named best play is fine with me because they they really all were very good. And Oslo also stars Jefferson Mays, correct? From correct. A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder, which gives me a chance to do a little commercial here because that is part of our season, our Webster Broadway series this coming uh, year, and that's coming to the Palace Theater in October. So we're very excited yeah. about that. Not with Jefferson Mays, of course, because he He's gone on to do other things. Oslo, of course, being what he's doing currently. So, but um, yeah, that that was developed and created here in Connecticut as well. Correct. Yeah, so we're excited we're a about that. ground for Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, in best revival of a musical, <laughs> this yeah, that'll be. Uh Hello, Dolly. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's up against falsettos and Miss Saigon. Um, I could see Miss Saigon is a, a grand, sweeping, wonderfully um, passionate musical, but I think Hello, Dolly. I, I almost think it has to do with buzz sometimes, and who's. No, it, it really does. I have to say that this particular production of Miss Saigon is excellent. Mm. I really was blown away, particularly by the actress who's also nominated for a. Uh, a Tony for the uh, best actress actress in a musical. Right. Um, she's making her Broadway debut. She's like seventeen and just completely knocked my socks off. I mean, wow. it's, it's a really good production. So, I mean, did you say she's seventeen? She's seventeen years old. She's very young. Yeah. I wow. Think she's like seventeen or eighteen, something like that. She's very, very young. But I, I was, I mean, I was just blown away by her performance and that show. I must say, you know, I love the score of yeah. that show, but it's not one of my favorite stories. And some of the productions that I've seen, I haven't thought were that great. This one's amazing. So, you know, if you're, it's unfortunate it falls in the year with Hello Dolly because <laughs> it's just I, I saw Hello Dolly and it, and the buzz in the room is just amazing. It's like opening night every night. Yes. There's celebrities all through the audience. Everybody uh, wants a ticket to this show. It's, it's yeah. sold out from you now know, but, until whenever that goes. And <laughs> but that's the fun of, I think, New York theater. Um, and, uh, and you know, kind of uh, almost harkens back to a different time period when it was a grand night out. It, it was Special and you know and and I think people embrace that. We all love occasions. Yeah, and yeah. I think this, this, this one is crazy though. I mean, seriously, the house lights come down at the beginning and the audience applauds you know, <laughs> just because the lights are coming down and they're so excited yeah, that the show yeah. is going to start. And uh, and, and Bette Midler. I mean, come on. I I I think everybody says this, but it's true. This is her part. I know she didn't originate it, Carol Channing, and before her in the play, Shirley Booth, um, you know, but Bette Midler is such a yenta. That's how I see her. She has a lot of fun in the part. I yes. think that's why it's so popular. I mean, she... And a lot of sass. Yeah. All that seriously, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And everybody up there, you know, Gavin Creel and Kate Baldwin and... Um, 
Richard Hyperus is just oh, very yes. hysterically funny. I mean, they're all at the top of their game. I think yes. they all feel that energy, and they're so excited to be a part of this, and it just it just comes off as, as this really fun experience. I actually have talked to some people who are Dolly fans and who have seen a bunch of the, almost every other Dolly there ever was, who oh. think she's, she's not their favorite, which is interesting. But... I, I just think it's it's so much fun, and it's just been such an exciting show on sure. Broadway this year that it, I'll, I'll be really shocked if that doesn't walk away with the Tony for yeah. Best Revival. Now, you know, I don't, I don't want to create um, a little controversy here, but, I mean, <laughs> the, uh, Bette Midler is nominated, of course, for Best Actress in a Musical, but she's up against people who are no lightweights. I mean, Patti LuPone and Christine Ebersole for War Paint. Now... You know, they're, they are actresses, Broadway actresses extraordinaire. So, um, while their production might not be getting the same attention that Hello Dolly is, they're certainly, um, you know, people to contend with. And then you have the, the, um, young woman, Eva No, no I don't, Noblezada? Noblezada, uh, I from, guess, yeah. From Miss Saigon. Right. And then Denise Benton from Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of 1812. But it'll be interesting to watch Lauren. Our time flies. And I'm getting the high sign here that I have like a, a two minutes. So I want to thank you so much for, you know, being with us this morning. I know our listeners love to hear this kind of behind the scenes and you get, <laughs> you get behind the scenes in all kinds of ways. And so, um, we will do this again very soon. Um, although we'll be taking our summer hiatus after our next show in two weeks, but um, when we start up again in September, I, you definitely will be on my call list, so Wonderful, thank you. we'll be starting a new theater season, too. So all right, all right. Lauren, <laughs> thank you so much, and we are now going to just... Um, say a few things to just close our show and that is thank you so much for listening i've gotten so much great feedback um from people all over the place and we appreciate so much that you're paying attention to the show as ron said it helps us extend our brand of the palace theater right here in waterbury connecticut so hopefully more folks will walk through our doors i want to thank you for listening we have our last show in two weeks and i want you to stay tuned to the local news and steve noxon coming up next for talk of the town and do something you love with someone you love that's arts-related this weekend. I'll be back in two weeks. Thank you again. This has been Sherry Marcucci with Your Palace, Your Place. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, Your Palace, Your Place. Show. On the air and online everywhere.